Welcome to the MCU crew. It's finally time. We're going to be watching Eternals a little bit later in the evening. We're going to get through all the news first. Jesse, you look like you know something that I don't. I'm just excited for tonight. This is <laughs> going to be big. I Is it? Like, think about it. Like, what this movie represents, we finally see the greater scope of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all the wonders out there. Surely surely this will pay off in some way that for many movies to come will always come back to this moment. Okay. It will mean something in the grand scheme. All right. Hyping it up. Hyping it up. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm on board. I'm, I'm really excited. Woo! This, there's so much potential in this movie. Jesse, you know what yeah. I'm also hyped for? I'm over the moon about. One could say I'm flushed red because the red carpet, Jesse Cox, is happening this Thursday, April 27th. For Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. What are you... Pe- I Am I having a stroke? <laughs> yes. You might be. You might what be. What are yeah. you two on about? Don't be late, Bronze. 8.15 Eastern, Thursday evening. Presented by Lego and Marvel. Make sure to check out marvel.com slash guardians premiere for more information. And legos.com backslash Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, they're streaming on Twitch. They're streaming on Twitch this time. Yes. Yes. We're back. That means I could probably co-stream it. Ooh, we're going to co-stream that shit, Jesse Cox. You ready? You're don't gonna, include me in it. Don't add my Jesse name Cox, to that. Jesse don't say Cox. we're going to stream it, Jesse, Jesse Cox. Jesse you Co- ready? Don't Jesse do that. Jesse Cox and JP re- on the red don't carpet. Don't involve me. Bronze, you went in on the red carpet action? Uh, I, no, thank you. Okay. I would I would prefer not to. Okay. Well, here's, uh, <laughs> here's the Guardians in Paris on the red carpet right there. Uh, and the reason why this is significant is not because of their fit. But it's because we got early reviews, Jesse Cox and Bronze. Here's my question, and I need to ask this. Fundamentally, ask this. Okay. Okay. Does Bradley Cooper not give a shit? Like, I don't. He's think... never around. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, it's also like Vin Diesel's there, but uh, uh, Batista's not for some reason. He, he wasn't in Paris. Yeah. It might. I, aren't they filming Dune two right now? That probably is. Oh yeah. No, there. I'm sure there's. It's all about filming stuff and whatever. Yeah. But I'm saying like in general. Bradley Cooper never shows up to these things. He does. Bradley Cooper is like, look, I'm Rocket and I go home. I don't care. Yeah. Meanwhile, I got Groot over here. He says three words. Let's see. He's always there. I'm seeing if in this this Marvel.com press release about the the red carpet on Thursday, if he's going to be there. It just says the film stars and then lists the names, but it doesn't doesn't say he'll be there. I don't don't know if Bradley Cooper, you think he would be there, right? For a movie that's like, Kind I wouldn't. Of, you don't think so for a movie that's all about Rocket? Doesn't that tell you something though? That like Bradley Cooper won't go to the red carpet, but we're supposed to watch it. Like, think about it. Like, he won't. Good he's point. in the movie. The movie's Good about point. him, and he was like, "Nah, miss me with that." And Although, we're like, it could be like um, in and comment. I don't know. Who Good. is? Uh, uh, I feel. I feel this way, so I relate to this. Uh. uh my brain is that who's kylo ren that actor my brain just died. adam driver adam driver adam driver uh i think might be like bradley cooper i'm gonna just extend that little okay. olive branch to to cooper because he is always just like i hate what i don't want to go to premieres i hate going to it i hate watching myself i, yeah, I, mean, I it drives uh, me crazy uh, harrison ford i'm is, the same way so i imagine yeah. he's famous maybe like bradley cooper's well. the same way he's like i don't want to be anywhere near there i'll judge everything i say or my line read or whatever. Like I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. I think, but who knows? Um, I'm making it up. It Killian could Murphy, be that. Yeah. Killian Murphy said the same thing. He doesn't have an entourage and he just dresses himself and does his own hair for, and makeup. Just shows and, up. 
he hates doing it. He doesn't like going. And so has he gone to like, like, uh, like the Emmys and stuff like that? Like, does he go to award shows? For, no, for Peaky I think he, he was talking about this when, cause Peaky Blinders is huge, but he was talking about this during Batman. Ah, cause you know, he plays the scarecrow and they were like, Oh, you've been burning up the red carpet. And he was just like, yeah, I just wear what I want to wear and I do my own hair and I don't have people get me ready. And sure. I don't know which designer I'm wearing because this is just from my closet and leave me alone. Please don't talk to me. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, it's very much like that, which I get. I'm like we're, relatable. If we're, if we're talking judge and fit. James Gunn's this is horrible. I was trying not to say anything. I was really trying not to say anything, but this is this is hard. Uh Zoe Saldana's dress. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. It's Not a fan. The disconnected, like diamond shapes. I think. That I think flatter uh, flare out at the bottom, and the, there's no color coherency. I get it's supposed to be a callback to Gamora, right? But it's not giving that. Why are we ignoring? Vin Diesel from the 23rd you century. You don't like because Vin Diesel's dude, jacket? Uh, yeah, Vin Diesel hold on, landed he, on a spaceship. He is in Perry, though, Jesse Cox. They do a little bit. Uh, you no, know, no, no. That is his there. Imperial Academy uniform. <laughs> <laughs> he landed, got off, took his little insignia off, and like marched down to the. I think that look jacket's at that outfit. Sick. I'd wear that jacket. That guy. I'd wear that jacket. That Vin Diesel the, put down a rebellion on a planet. Uh, far the most away. offensive thing in this in this photo, though, is 100 percent James Gunn's pants. Those pants no. are the first thing I noticed. I'm not going to uh, lie. No, it looks like it's it's Karen's outfit because that top and the skirt aren't even in the same color family. They don't like either. They need to contrast or they need to match, right? Or am I crazy? Chat. I don't. Maybe it's the I don't picture. know. Like, I didn't know. I don't I feel I'm not fashion yeah, in can't. touch with fashion enough to comment when it comes to color. But on like the look of the thing, I don't you know? understand it. And I also thought it was like kind of traditional now to like have your costume be a callback to your character. Like at least for the Spider-Man ones. Yeah. Zendaya has shown, has led the way. Every single one of her red carpet looks is a reference to Spider-Man when she does a Spider-Man premiere. That's also so I was Zendaya, like, oh, yeah, though. Like, yeah, I, mean, I know. She's that... a fashion icon. Yeah. So I was like, I just why like... isn't your outfit referencing your... Actually, no, they did it for the Mario movie. They did they do it for the Mario like, movie. Characters. Not all of them, though. Only like uh, Anya Taylor-Joy and, uh, and... Well, I guess Jack they Black. all kind of did. They yeah, all did. Who I mean, did it? no, you're right. Like, even even uh, Charlie Day and, and Chris Pratt were like, color themed right yeah yeah, yeah. everybody I, did I, I just like, like now. here's the thing james gunn's pants i bet are the best most comfortable pants on earth i agree here's the problem it's very clearly just found gray pants to match a gray top and it's driving me crazy because they do not go it's not a suit combo no. it doesn't go together he so. just found pants uh, and then threw on a gray top over it I think- and i guarantee here's the problem the minute they get in the theater that that jacket's coming off and he's wearing that that black uh, turtleneck underneath. Turtleneck, yeah. He really showed up in turtleneck in like kind of sweatpants. Now, and I would yeah. I would be like, I salute you, sir. That's a fashion. Instead, he's like, I'll put this on. See, now I guess you have to fit in. Here's my with question. Vin Diesel, who's like, afterwards, we're going to Norbox 7. I'm going to go put down a rebellion, bro. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Is this guy looking at Norbox 7? Maybe I'm interpreting. Yeah, they have a spaceship. You know, the, the energy levels of it. But it sounds like the two of you are having fun discussing a red carpet right now. For no, like no, we're discussing a photo. Minutes. We're discussing Angel a photo. Like, yeah. We okay. don't. The, okay. Like, yeah, you know, I, I was just checking yeah. in. I was just checking in. You know, I just wanted I think to, the reason I can't say anything bad about James Gunn's pants is like, keep it a buck chat. I would wear those. Like, uh, 100%. Like, I'd wear those who too. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Those who pants wouldn't? Are it just doesn't make sense here. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, like I would lose the go top. to TwitchCon. And those, yeah, it's like a gra- like a Kojima to, Death Stranding tee. Go to TwitchCon Paris and wear these. You'd fit in. It'd yeah, no, I would, I would, and yeah. and I it would be a serve. People would be like, "Bronze, those pants are great," and I'd be like, "Thanks, I stole them from James Gunn." There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason I bring all this up is because along with the <laughs> reveal of their fits, we also got first reactions. Great, huh. I can't. It, it, brace yourselves, everyone, because we all know what's going to happen. Either people are going to love it or 
they're going to say they enjoyed it, but it may not be for now. Everyone. We've so gotten, I can't wait. We've been doing this for a while. We, I feel like we've got a pretty good read on what people are actually saying when they do of course. this. If it sucks, we'll know immediately. If it yeah. sucks, we're going to know immediately. And we, I want to say we kind of called it with quantum mania. If you go back when we were reading the, the we said like, Hey, this might when be, they said kinda... it was like zany and wacky. Yeah. We were like, that's not good. Yeah. I said <laughs> it was going to be a little bit rough. Good. I said it was going to be a little yeah. bit rough. Uh, so here we go. Let's get into it. Uh, again, these are mostly European. So they are, uh, a lot of these weren't in English. And so they're loosely translated, um, for whatever that means. But we have digital spies, Ian Sandwell. Who says Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is a brilliant end to a brilliant trilogy. It's very funny, emotional, and everyone gets their standout moment. Will Poulter's Warlock is a terrific addition, yet the focus is rightly on telling a satisfying end for the Guardians. Gonna miss them. So that's pretty positive across the board. Can't really That sounds pretty positive, yeah. Yeah. Can't really read behind or between the lines there. Uh Alexander Cardello from Moviesign. Says Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is more than ever Star Wars as a stoner comedy. Lovable weirdos, big Marvel action and goofy jokes, but nothing can prepare you for all the emotions. Rocket Raccoon's origin story is beautiful and heart-wrenching. Star Wars as a stoner comedy is the stand up that stand out there. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't want anyone to to associate two Disney properties together as like <laughs> this is, you know, it's like this other Disney thing, but different. Like, no, right. please don't ever do that. Yeah. Uh, German journalist, Marcus Trutt says guardians of the galaxy in volume three is probably the saddest and darkest MCU film and a wonderfully rounded conclusion to guns trilogy where everyone, uh, in a fight against a mean, but rather shallow villain gets their big moment. Again, have tissues ready. Yeah, I could. I believe that's probably an honest assessment of this movie. I agree. Where too. the villain is, he like MCU does this all the time for most stories. The villain serves like, I'm the bad guy. Don't mess with me. Yeah, and then it's an hour and a half of like our characters, then emotional moments, learning about each other, and having you know, like the villain serves to exist and be destroyed. That's it. So yeah. I expect. He'll be part of the backstory and then he'll show up at the end like, I'm still around, haters. Yeah. And then he'll die at the end. Uh, Jesus Agudo says, I That's went in. That's the general trajectory of my day, Jesse. How'd you know? <laughs> I'm still around, haters. <laughs> That's what I do every day before I go to bed. I log on to Twitter and I say, I'm still around, hating. <laughs> and I go to bed. And then I wake up the next day and I do it again. Uh, Jesus I kind of want to do that, but with that, uh, I survived, bitch. Like, I want to do that. that Every yeah. day ends that way of me just like. <laughs> he went in and said. <laughs> like, uh, day. We didn't know. That should be our new brand. Is every night we post a tweet. Like. Try and chat. Try I and made chat. it. <laughs> I made it. I'm still, I'm still here to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> The next one said, I went in with a preconceived idea to Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and James Gunn has managed to surprise me for good. It is darker and even has touches of terror, but it's still very funny with a lot of personality. Rocket and Nebula excel in a very dignified send-off. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Nebula 3 has always been great. Yes. Like, uh, you know. It's true. Well, at the first film, she was a little under underplayed, I felt. but she Right, made. but ever since then, they've used her as like Was she even in the really first great- film? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's that's the one where she's hanging out with Ronan. And and he in Ronan kills the one guy and he's like, Oh, you better go get my favorite daughter. And, and then Nebula's like, gee, thanks, Dad. That's right. It's <laughs> me reenacting the first no, movie. That, that's all you had to say. I that got me back into that moment. <laughs> gee, uh, very thanks, quickly. Dad. Yeah. yeah. Uh Guardians 3 is spectacular action. Set pieces is fun, entertaining, and emotional. It's a perfect and beautiful closure for the characters of the saga. And this was like this was the headline of all of these uh, threads on Reddit, on social media, on whatever. The next line was the headline. It's the best Marvel movie since Endgame and top three in general. I hear that every time, too, though. I, I, I think you think you hear that every time, but you don't hear it's the best Marvel movie since Endgame. That's like. I heard that about Spider-Man, but it also, it also fit. 
It also was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope. But I, I've I mean, heard it about a couple movies now. Eh, maybe. If they're saying this is since Endgame, that would be before Spider-Man, which means maybe it's not all fan servicey. Like, like Spider-Man, admittedly to me, no, no, no. great movie. The new Spider-Man all... from after. That was, was post-Endgame. Yeah, it's post-Endgame. Oh, so you're saying this movie is better than Spider-Man. That's what they're saying. That's what they're so saying. So I'm yeah. saying if that's the case, gotcha. and Spider-Man, for me, it was great, but it was also all fan service, and I loved every minute of it. But, like, if this could be more than that, I'm here for it. Look, I, I want yeah. good movies. I'm not going to be like, I hope it sucks. No way. Yeah. I want I want to see someone be like, let's go. I want that. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, that was the big takeaway. Some of the other ones uh, can confirm. I shed a tear, uh, and then I would very happily watch an Adam Warlock solo movie. Uh, full review coming soon. Um, this is one sure. of those I ones mean, that you definitely can kinda, do more with Adam Warlock. Right, one hundred percent. Yeah, this is one yeah. of those ones where you can kind of like read a little bit between the lines. Um, they say this movie, my heart is full and broken at the same time. It was a lot to process, a very complex story, but it left me feeling awesome. That makes that's I feel like that might be one of the like they were trying to do a lot with this film type deal. I can you read the beginning again? Because it sounds less like my heart is broken because it was bad and my heart is broken because people be dying. It says uh, this movie they I mean, it was an ellipsis. It's this movie dot dot dot. My heart is full and broken at the same time. It was a lot to process a very complex story, but it left me feeling awesome. Yeah, I feel like they James Gunn does that. Well, like even Guardians 2. Had yeah. a great like the ending was sad, but it had a good Look, send-off for a character. James made so it's like, uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, he made the TV show where the main character's dad was a fucking Nazi and his scene was like still emotional. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. That last couple episodes of Peacemaker were like yeah. really good. So James yeah. he knows what he's doing there. I, I was thinking about this too. I'm I'm curious on y'all's take on it. Uh if I'm James Gunn. And this is my last dance in the MCU. And I'm starting a whole new thing, which is, you know, at kind of a, a competitor at the DCU. I want to put my best foot forward, right? And leave people with like the best possible. Not that people set out to make a bad film, but you you want to leave a stamp so that you're like, hey, you want more of this? Come on over, right? Like we got more. Well, yeah, at the no, DCU. the film industry is it's only as good as your last effort. Right. Like no one gives a shit about the next project you want to do. It's whatever you just created. And you see that all the time, especially with Disney stuff, all the different people who were scheduled to make star Wars movies. And then the last thing they did flopped terribly. The history's crazy. If you look at like the game yeah. of Thrones dudes, like, um, wonder woman, 84, uh, lady who I can't remember her name right now. Like all these different people, like if, no, the the director. She was oh, gonna do a Star oh, Wars. Oh, movie. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm blanking now too. Fuck. And they, they, you know, they, they they were even gonna do like a a Rogue One stuff. I think that was the Patty Jenkins movie. Was Pat, Rogue One. Patty Whatever Jenkins, the case yeah. may be, yeah, yeah. like like a like Rogue Squadron movie. Like they, and then they scrapped all of them because again, if your last movie sucks, no one wants to bet on you anymore because they're afraid your next movie's gonna suck too. And yeah. so I absolutely believe James Gunn was like, I'm going to make this last movie amazing because I want to have power at DC. If you make a movie that makes Disney a bajillion dollars, Warner Brothers and DC is going to look at you and be like, tell us what to do. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. We'll see. Uh, some of the more like, I guess, negative, negative skewed commentaries. Uh, Owen Carroll, who's from a, uh, the, the this website goes on to be very uh, expressive of them being in a French outlet called Marvel Story. Said Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is arguably the most uneven film in the trilogy. Uh, but this fragility makes it touching and endearing in the end. And James Gunn, James Gunn makes up for its wobbly scenario with a fascinating study of its character. Uneven, but exciting. Wobbly scenario. I wonder what that is in referring to. Especially when you look at the second one, right? Because I, I felt like the second one was wobbly. I don't think the second one's as good as the first one. So that's like, you know. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I, the first one's the best. I, I, I yeah. Agree. So. The, I think it I was. Well, we've talked about the second one. And we're going to probably rewatch the second one eventually. So we'll, we'll save that discussion then. Um, mm -hmm. The last one, uh, Absolute Radio's Emil 
Fran Franchi Frankie. I don't know how to say that. Uh, it says good. Nailed it. <laughs> After seeing it twice, I can safely say Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three completes the perfect MCU trilogy. It's heartbreaking and hilarious, and I've loved this team for the first uh, Uga Shaka a blast from a blast for ten years. So that's that. We'll have U.S. takes uh, Thursday at the red carpet premiere, but I'm trying not to get like too hyped up, but those were pretty. So those seemed like legitimate, like news outlets or at least fan print outlets, right? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm excited for the Twitter ones because the Twitter ones are well, those the ones were, where these were all from Twitter. These are mostly from Twitter. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So- that's the ones that's, that's the one that I'm excited for seeing Twitter. Cause they like, how do I fit my thoughts in a very short amount of characters is always a real joy. So it's like, well, well let's Jesse, see. if you're now a Twitter blue member, you don't have I'm to not. worry about, <laughs> we're I'm not, not. going to get into that discussion. <laughs> I'm, I'm canning it, but I couldn't, I had, I had to do that. I couldn't just get a million followers and you'll be fine. Yeah. You're back in baby. Yeah. I couldn't pass it up. Uh, what else do we have? A little bit of news. It'll, it'll be kind of a shorter, uh, I guess proper MCU so we can get into Eternals today. Uh, who reported this first? Well, shortly, I mean, shortly after we went off the air. Uh, last week, oh god, we were yeah. like, I wasn't even going to get into that. Well, let's let's save that for the end of the news because that that'll be a bigger yeah. part. I was going to say, uh, Hollywood Reporter uh, is talking with uh, Patty Lapone. I don't know who that is, but she is the Agatha Cov- Coven of Chaos star, um, and said that that show is going to be part musical. So they're just going to straight in, straight up, like lean into the Agatha all along stuff. Which I guess Great. I'm okay with. Like, I mean, I guess if you if you did it, you know, it won an Emmy for it, right? Like it, it was a banger of a song. I just don't know. I mean, if they Pat of the Pone is literally uh, known for musicals. Oh, really? Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to find examples, but like, yeah, she's like a like a. I was about to say Grammy. Maybe she is a Grammy winner, but no, she won My Tonys. So okay. like she's she's you know yeah she would be a person who would sing for sure if they were doing singing says uh we are a coven led by the great Catherine han i'm a 450 year old sicilian witch my power is divination <laughs> I, I love that actually that's i love they're like yeah it's an old ass witch that's great yeah uh when asked if the witches sing uh she confirmed that they do our lead singer is Catherine. Uh, I'm singing backup, but the songs have been written by Kristen and Bobby Lopez. Now those two, I think are giant. Uh, didn't they write like the frozen song? Yes. That is Maybe. the couple. I mean, I'm if they were going to go they full are. on Disney. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. They're they're yeah. They have won all the awards. They wrote, let it, let go. it go. Remember me into the unknown. Uh, they did uh, Coco. They did uh, all of it. Um, uh, I think I think the one and they also did Agatha all that, along. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. No, if people are aware of Patty, the one thing you'd probably know her from in the theater world, at least from what I can see, would be Sweeney Todd. Mm. She was Mrs. Lovett, and uh, she was in both the original and the uh, Broadway revival as the character. So probably that would be how you knew her. Question mark. There you go. Cool. I wonder. Uh, I wonder like how much they lean into that, but it could be fun. I hope a lot. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I entertain me. I just want me entertained now. I don't. That's need, your goal now is entertainment. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to sit there and by the end be like, "Where the hell is that damn giant man in the ocean?" <laughs> Make me forget about it because I'm always going to be thinking about it. You're always going to be thinking about it. Yeah. Make me forget. Yeah. I uh, I should have thrown this into the uh, the Guardians <laughs> conversation earlier, but we're getting our first ever uncensored f bomb and guardians three they're finally going to do it it's happening i hope it's groot i hope Groot goes i am oh it was already in a recent clip you can go watch the clip where he curses uh who, I, who says it you want me to tell you who it is is that a spoiler do you care i don't care who says it peter quill says it eh. he says it to eh. He says it in like kind of a th- the clips out there. You can go watch the clip. It's not a leaked yeah, clip. It's, it's an official clip. You know what? Clip. It would have been better if it was Groot. 
Nebula can't unlock a door on like a car. She doesn't understand how car oh, doors work. I, yes, I've seen that clip around. I didn't watch it though because I stopped yeah. immediately yeah. when it started playing and I was like, no. And it just says, open the fucking door. Yeah, it should have been. It's funny because like, do you, do you know how much they probably fought for that? You gotta, you gotta say, fuck dude. It really, it completes the scene. <laughs> it makes the if we don't drop the f they're allowed one pg-13 is PG allowed one as allowed long one? as you don't associate it with sex yeah ah so him saying fucking it makes sense because it's just like he's exaggerating rather than it being like yo me and gamora we we fucking <laughs> <laughs> like you can't say that you can't do that i don't want him to say that i, I don't know <laughs> I'm not into that. I don't. He doesn't need to say that. He doesn't need to say that at all. Uh, what else is going on? Scarlett Johansson was doing an interview. Uh, man, like I'm trying. I'm looking at the name of this pod. Jesse, what do you think the name of the podcast that she was on was? I guarantee, I bet you, Jesse Cox, I will, I will Venmo you a thousand dollars. If you can guess this without Googling, without one I guess, don't what's even know the name the of the subject podcast? matter with which she would attend, but I guarantee it's something like boss babes. No, hold on. Hold on. I'll figure this out. Um, you will not letters with the editor. You Jesse, you will not figure this out. Hold on, hold on. The Mangeloni sisters. No. There's got like it could be anything. It could be anything. I all right, what is it? The Goop Podcast, Jesse Cox. <laughs> Our sponsor. Oh, so she was on oh, okay. Yeah, me yeah. and Jesse actually have a long standing <laughs> Our sponsor uh, relationship with Gwyneth Paltrow. With Gwyneth Paltrow, Goop. yeah. It was it's the Goop podcast. Yeah, we you have, know. We have a long yeah, we are that's not a ridiculous name. Me no, it's not a ridiculous Jesse name, but I'm just saying with Gwyneth Paltrow for years. I never no. expected that to be a fantastic brand and it only gets stronger <laughs> as we move forward Every year. in yeah. into a time where we're all as a collective world yeah. growing and changing yeah. and looking yeah. inward rather than out goop yeah. is now more present in your life but it's happening yeah i don't understand what's happening i Anyways. listen to the goop podcast and i've replaced my entire diet with bone broth it's all i eat anymore i only Thank stick you, goop Arden. up my butt it's true <laughs> <laughs> It's how you get clean. Well, I don't take showers anymore. I goop my butt. <laughs> what? It's proven to be effective, according to world famous actor Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, Jesse, I'm glad you brought up the goop because on the goop podcast, Scarlett Johansson uh, was asked if she was if she was done with Marvel, if she was out, uh, and she straight up said, "Yes, I'm done." The chapter is over. I did all that I had to do. Also, coming back and playing a character again and again like that over a decade of time is such a unique experience, which basically kind of reads like, I ain't doing that shit again. That was a fucking nightmare. I love it's such a unique experience. Yeah. What <laughs> doing that for a decade? So unique. Yeah. Anyways, they went on after that to, to praise uh, oh, Kevin um, for him being, uh, you know, who he is and what he's done with that and him being such a fan of everything and a lover of cinema and storytelling. And this is all on the goop podcast, you know, your number one place for all things. Goop goop. You want to check it out. Pod, the goop podcast. Yeah. Host of the goop I mean, podcast, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> that, that all makes sense. Like I was trying to think where would Scarlett Johansson show up to do a podcast? Cause it doesn't make any sense why she would, but goop with Gwyneth Paltrow makes perfect sense. Like should, that checks out. That's what they should have called it. Goop with Paltrow. <laughs> Instead of the goop, goop with Gwyneth. Podcast. Goop with Gwyneth. Oh, that's better. That's even better. Yeah. Gwen's goop. Oh God. Now it's, that's just, don't ever say that again. How dare you? How dare you? You mentioned Bro, Adam driver goop. or no, that was bronze that mentioned Adam driver. No, that, I didn't. No, that, that hey, was Debbie. Me. Jesse. 
Wasn't it? No, I didn't. You said Adam oh, Driver no, doesn't like being on uh, the red carpet. No, no, she I said, said Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. That's what Braun said was Adam Driver doesn't like being on the red carpet. We were all here for it. Right. We'll play back the edit the video right now. Play it in there. Anyways. I want to make a company called Moist. If Gwyneth Paltrow could make a company called Goop, I could make a company called Moist. What are you talking Get about? Get away with it. Isn't already- one of the Kardashians have a company called Poosh? <laughs> which sounds like an off-brand Goop. I'm not even kidding. It's like P-O-O-S-H. I was like, so you just, you couldn't do Goop, poosh? so you did Poosh? Moist already exists, by the way, Jesse. Someone already you be- put Moist Esports. Yeah, there's, uh, that's that's No, that's critical. an Esports thing. That's yeah. fake. That'll be gone you in put, two years you anyway. Put the goop, you put the Goop in your Poosh. And then you're, um, man, uh, I my, don't know. My YouTube I don't do this, this week shit, is just fucked. We got, we had drop frames and that was called yeah. Elizabeth Cumstock. That was the thumbnail for that. And now we got this fucking show. It's just, it's just in the fucking pits. You, it's, you're the problem. You're the, I didn't do that. That was friend. the fucking Reggie made the thumbnail. You're the problem. I didn't do that. Anyways, Adam Driver, like Yo. Bronze was talking about on the red carpet. That was her, not Jesse. That might be Reed Richards. That's what. That's the big rumor thing. You know what, JP? Your YouTube is in the dumpster because of your own dementia, sir. It's <laughs> <laughs> your own dementia. Own what dementia. an attack. It's a, it's a straight up attack. It's personal. That's what that is. Personal. personal. Yeah. You don't put yeah. enough goop in your poosh. <laughs> and it. Oh, God. Got to keep it moist. I don't, I don't it's my brand. Any, I don't got anything. I'm Jesse Cox. Keep it moist. Keep it moist. Okay. That's how I'm going to end all of my moist podcasts. There you go. There you go. And remember, I'm going to make a podcast in store just called crap. If she can do goop, I'm going to do like, hey. You guys are still hi, on Hi, this goop. is that bronze girl. And I'm pleased to announce that the crap storefront. Um, think of all the crap you put in your body. Buy this crap. It's organic. That might work. <laughs> That would be like uh, yeah, that might. Uh, liquid, uh, what's that, water? Liquid death? death? Yeah, that's kind of the yeah. same thing, a little bit. Yeah, I would be like, this is crap. We're all bags of crap walking around on two legs. You put could do this it. crap in your body. Take it home today. You could do Instead it. Instead of that crap, put this crap in your body <laughs> with crap. Liquid death is great, though. Motherfucker, it's water. What do you mean it's great? <laughs> it's just water. It does, it does give you kind of a uh, That's placebo it's in effect like an aluminum, opening up a can. It's, a, it's in like yeah, an yeah, yeah. Anyways, Jesse Cox, how do you feel about Adam Driver, Mr. Fantastic? I... Uh, like, all right. I, I think Adam Driver's a fantastic actor. I think he's I agree. great no matter what he does. Oh, a fantastic actor. Oh! Oh. But uh, uh-huh. but I don't know. Like I'd have to see him be Mister Fantastic. You know what I mean? Like I, just I don't think he's, he's a good Mister Fantastic. I'm I'll I'll. Yeah, I'd have to see him do something. Yeah. I think he'd be a great uh, uh, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yes. To be honest. Yeah, I would agree. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't know. I th- I think after I seeing think... Uh, what's his name. Uh, the office boy is, is Mr. Fantastic. I think I was like sold on that. I don't know if I want He's, anyone it's else. Like that was the, we're doing it once because the fans want it. It's never happening. But like, like it, I don't know what to go, tell you. It was, it's it not was, happening. He was so, it was fine. It was like, it's perfect casting. I don't know. I don't think it's Adam Driver. I, I hope it's not Adam Driver. I've been proven wrong every single time, but yeah. How old is Adam Driver right now? Uh, I'm gonna go. Why with does 30s. this matter? Welcome to Hollywood. He's 39. 62. <laughs> All right, he's 39 yeah, years old. Plus. He's still got 50 Which, years left of acting. Jesse's, you know, we're good. He, he, I, honestly, at 40, 41, whenever the movie starts filming, if he was, that's actually genuinely the perfect age for for him. Yeah. You know what I mean, what I'm worried about is by the time they make that movie, are they going to get the stretch animations to not look like goop? And push. No, it's gonna be trash. So it's gonna look. It's gonna goofy. Be Expect it to look bad. It's gonna be a little goofy. It's gonna be goop. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a little Goopy. weird. Uh, the other uh, four actresses uh, that would are rumored at the moment to be in the running for uh, Sue Storm are. I don't. Know, one of one of them is Mila Kunis. I know you guys know who Mila Kunis is. I don't think sure that seventies show. Yeah, I. 
I don't think she fits Sue Storm at all. I don't think so. Either. Uh, I, I, Mila yeah. Kunis is great. I think she's fantastic. Agreed. Uh, I enjoy her in uh, pretty much everything. Forgetting Sarah Marshall comes yeah. to mind right out of the gate. I just don't know if she's Sue Storm. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, this one, Vanessa Kirby. Do you guys know who this is? I will put up an image. No idea who that is. Of Vanessa Kirby. She was in uh, The Crown as well as uh, Fast oh. and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yes. She's his sister. She was great. I think she would oh, be she, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I She could be fine, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen her in enough stuff to be like, that's Sue Storm. Yeah. I think she would be good. Uh, the other two, uh, Allison Williams, who was in uh, this year's Megan, as well as Get Out. Um, she's basically kind of from the, the horror genre. Uh, I'll show you an image. So you guys that have seen her would recognize her if you don't know the name already. Um, oh, Megan was obviously huge uh, for her this uh, this year. but I can't believe Megan was... She's oh, she's get out. Don't yeah, say Megan. Get out, she's get, get out. out. She's get out as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's get out. Yeah, and then uh, this was one I, I don't know if, I think I remember her from Free Guy. I'm not sure. Uh, Jody uh, Comer, C O M E R. Um, she was in Killing Eve, Free Guy, The Last Duel. Um, Who is this? I will show you an image of her. Jody. Yeah, Jody Comer, I think is how you pronounce it. Funny enough, it's I'm never they have like a side by side with a comic uh, illustration of of Sue Storm there. I don't think I've ever heard of this person ever. She was uh did you see Free Guy? No. Okay. Well then yeah. And I I'm sure you didn't watch The Last Duel as well. I did not. No. Okay. Yeah. Well that those are two big things. That and Killing Eve. Uh she's also in Killing Eve, if you've ever seen that show. She's, it would be fun. All, all of those. No. Apart from Mila Kunis, who I just, uh, like, I don't know if the vibe check works out for Sue Storm. Like, Mila Kunis is, like, quippy and, and more, like, humor-focused, I feel. Uh, Comedic-focused than, uh, than these other three. But we'll see. We still don't have, uh, still don't have anything nailed down yet. But they got to do soon because, like Brown said, they got to start filming soon. This film is supposed to hit uh, Valentine's Day 2025. So they got to start filming. Probably like in the next six months, I think we'll know who's going to be playing the Fantastic Four in some some form. Mila has changed and grown up a bunch since the 70s show. Sure. But still Mila Kunis. I don't, I don't know. Still, Yeah. No, I mean, I just... I don't think out of all the characters, all the people that they had there, Mila Kunis can be any character she wants. I just don't know if Sue Storm is the right call for casting wise, but like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I think she's a really strong actress. And I watched her in that movie where she's trying to recover from an addiction, something good days. I remember it. Oh, I, I've not seen that. My pet peeve when Jessica Alba played the role too is. There's some people that uh, aren't that do not have brunette hair coated into their like face, if that makes sense, and they can kind of change hair color at will. Yeah, Jessica Alba and Mila Kunis are not those two people, in my personal opinion. I like, agree. You know, it would be like me and blonde. It doesn't work. You know, like could could I? I did try one time. It's horrible. <laughs> and I cried and went back to the salon and begged them. Begged them to change to it. Change my hair from blonde. To did you? Did you do the eyebrows as well? Um, I could only lighten the eyebrows because you can't have bleach on near that your eyes for that long. Right. And so yeah. there was so much uh, pigment in my brows that they were like lightened, but it looks uh, weird because some people sure. are just dark hair coated and yeah. we can't. Yeah, yeah, you know? there's nothing you could do. And but also, if you go back to fucking weird too. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say if you go back to the to the I want to say original Fantastic Four, but you know the the nineties <laughs> early two thousands Fantastic Four, that mm -hmm. Fantastic Four, honestly, I didn't like most of the casting. That the only ones that I liked was uh, Thing and Johnny Storm. 
I thought all the Reed other casting, was fine. I didn't like either. I didn't like him. He, I, I didn't dislike him. I wasn't like, wow, he was so good. Doctor Doom, not great casting. He like, sucked. I don't know. That sucked. That that was the Nip Tuck guy, right? Oh, they was all. It was like all Nip Tuck. It was like Nip Tuck the the movie. It was crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and like Johnny was fun, but I definitely think that he is a better Captain America, right? He like sure. fits that role better. Yeah. But Michael Chiklis as the thing like fit. He was that's, great. The, Other than you know, that, it was like all right. That that's maybe the the thing that I'm wondering is like there's a bunch of people that can play Sue Storm. There's a bunch of people that can play. Reed Richards, like I'm whatever. How, who do you get to play the thing? Thing will be CG, so it doesn't matter. It's just the voice. Unless they use that person, unless they give us an origin story. Yeah, I mean, he's not gonna. Well, I guess he always is. He can't like not be the thing, right? Like, like once right. he's thing, he's thing. So yeah. It's just a voice and any, and if they just got like any good, awesome sort of like, I don't know, deep voice. How do you guy. feel about Vin Diesel? Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Be Ron great. Perlman could work. He'd be Easy. great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ron yeah. Perlman would be fine. I don't Especially know if they'll if they do like, it, but if they could get sure. Ron Perlman, it I should be Ron Perlman. That's Ron. my a lot of, I mean, like, <laughs> Clancy Brown does great VO. Like he could easily do that. Sure. Um, I think some, I keep seeing people in chat be like the rock. I would lose my mind if they were like the rock is in everything now, no, literally rock. every movie. No, it I'd can't be, like, be the rock, man. Not it can't the be rock. the rock. We can't, no, we can't get that pun or innuendo. Get that shit out of here. Yeah. Although I imagine if I was the rock, I would fight for that role. I'd be like, it was the role I was born to play. Like that's how I'd pitch it to the studio. I'm just saying if Dwayne wanted to do that, I wouldn't be against it. I just don't think it's the best cast. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so as well. Uh, well, we'll see. Like I said, they're they're gonna start filming that soon, so I'm sure we'll start getting uh, after Guardians. I guess we go into Marvels. Uh, the Marvels starts taking over marketing after that, and then we do we'll see. like we'll Secret see. Wars. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, whenever There's they get a little bit of a lull, they will start to my uh, question. Throw that out. What actor could say is clobbering time and not suck? Not, not sound like a, an asshole. That's the question to think about. Jack Black. Holy shit! Jack Black could play the thing. <laughs> I. <laughs> It would be a very different interpretation, but it wouldn't be bad. I, I think Jack Black it. could be yeah. Ben Grimm. Yeah, no, I think it could work. I think Jack Black could work. I I think he could rock that. Yeah. That, yeah. No pun intended. <clears throat> I think that would be good. Rock that. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, looking really good on screen. Thank you. Yeah. Bronze, <laughs> you're looking great today. Uh <laughs> We have some rejected Modoc designs. Oh no! I feel like I'm going to be upset. There's going to be something good in there. These are uh, oh, Marvel no. concept art artist who revealed five scrap designs for Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania's Modoc. <clears throat> Here's the first one. Let me let me get it like sized up. Okay, all right, we're good. Here we go. I don't, I don't hate it. This is, uh, I do. I mean, he looks like a big spooter. A little bit. Yeah. This is artist, uh, Alexi Breiklot, uh, who is intended to quote, make the villain first look more frightening with a huge metallic face, uh, being a sort of totem before revealing what's inside, which would be, if him. they could get rid of <clears throat> 90% of the outside bit, his head part actually looks more like what I would want him to look like. Yeah. Just like this bit, all the extremities and all the like lasers, like get rid of that. That's uh, no, nah. but that part right there, I kind of dig it guys. This next one, mm -hmm. I, I have to, I'm just saying, prepare yourself. Is it a, butt? is it full, butt? no, it's worse, worse than full Modoc. <laughs> <laughs> 
You were right. Somehow you were right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect. I didn't expect. I didn't expect that. Brad Clot also posted. Uh, this is the direct uh, who posted this uh, creation. They dubbed quote Modokzilla, which was the version of the character that would have played on size and scale, with the villain being reminiscent of a huge kaiju. Boy. We could have had this, guys. Glad we dodged this bullet. This could have been in that film. <laughs> yes. This could have been in what that film. What sucks is, is, is the use of his head. Yeah. It isn't even like Modoc. It's just that goofy-ass face. <laughs> oh. That's, I mean. <laughs> so what my chat goes. I'm actually happy with the Modoc we got. I'm actually happy. <laughs> Sonata in my See chat what goes. See we could have had? Yeah, it's so yeah, far so no, good. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said Aaron Rodgers is a jet. <laughs> That's great. This That's is great. so wild. Uh, no. Ger- Gerard S. Marantz, uh, this was his ship concept. Ship? Yeah, he was going to be in, in in like a ship. This is going to be how he's going to fly around instead of just flying around normally. You have the Modoc ship concept uh, that he was working on for the film. Uh, I don't like Modoc ship. <clears throat> he said originally Modoc was going to appear in a ship, keeping the character's mystery for a little bit. However, the plan was ultimately abandoned by the Quantumania team. Uh, this next one was another ship, kind of the well. No, actually, this Modoc is in this. That's the back of it. Or sorry, that's the front of it. And Modoc is housed right here. So that's Modoc is in the Xeno gear? Is that what this is? This See, is right there. Stop! That's anime as shit. This is like Nano Machine Sun. I kind of like great. I, I'm kind of I love Nano this. Solid. Kojima made this. Yes. Right? Yes. Kojima's the yes. designer for this? Okay. I thought so. Kojima said a weapon to surpass Metal Gear. And he drew this. <laughs> and that and and Marvel was like, we can't do that. That's, that's Modoc gear solid. Yeah. Me- like Modoc gear solid. Yeah. Modoc gear solid. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and then the last two, what do they say? Who? Uh, Anthony Francisco says this version was the approved final design for the character when it came to concept art. He had that, and then he had that. And that looks pretty much what we got in the film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what we got. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's he right. didn't look like that most of the time. Most of the time he looked like. I, they were, they revealed this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. How did he look? How did he look? Like? Uh, I think he looked a little bit. What did he look like? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm an Avenger. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's an Avenger. Uh, and that's, uh, that's, that's pretty much that nothing else had. N- there was, there was nothing major that happened this past week. <laughs> Actually two major things. Yeah. One, uh, as we found out the minute, Oh, we were right. done. Yeah, yeah. Like so, we were doing our show. We were wrapped, and then we found out at the end of the show that Jonathan Majors was dumped by his agents and whatnot. Yes, and then Agent the minute PR we firm. were done with, yeah, and then the minute we were done with that, it was announced over the internet that Disney wasn't even talking uh, about replacing Jonathan Majors, even though everyone on the internet was like, "They're definitely gonna." Yeah, I think they said no. We're not talking about that it. first off. Yeah. And then they released the trailer for Loki that has significant amount of Jonathan Majors in it. Where did you see that? Because I was trying to find that when you sent me that DM, where did you see it at? Because I I didn't see anything official for Loki season two. Did I just miss that? Did you get bamboozled by a TikTok? Did I get bamboozled? You might have been bamboozled. You probably saw a fake trailer. Could have been. Really? They have a lot of those now. They have a lot of those now. On TikTok especially. Yeah. It, uh, I look up Loki season two trailer. I'm sure I will find all kinds of right stuff. Yeah. Anyway, did y'all then that Warhammer then we found out edition trailer? 
Yes. Yeah, I did. It looks good. Then we found out immediately afterwards, according to Variety, that uh, apparently this is the big reason, multiple yeah. alleged victims that came forward. And then we found out that some of them, in fact, potentially the person that was in the car with him at the time was an editor or someone on, on Quantumania. Yeah. So uh, that's a whole bunch of, I, so that's, yeah, I, I don't know. Like part of me wonders if like, that's why they're not saying anything because they might be in some legal issues themselves for that, like happening on their own film. I, I don't know. It, it yeah. is, it's not a good spot, uh, for anyone uh on that especially uh you know all all the victims obviously first and foremost not not a good situation whatsoever victims plural is the biggest uh, yeah i think but there. i think it makes sense why disney is quiet because yeah finding out that someone involved worked on the movie adds a whole other level to like oh yeah. boy because that opens them up legally for a lot of stuff yeah it's, it's it's not the last i'm sure we will hear of all that um right and you know, I I don't know what I don't know what the future holds for any of that. I, I y- y- there's probably a ton of shit that we have no idea uh, that's happening uh, or has happened already. Um, sure. And it'll it'll eventually have to you know come to light one way or the other, right? The time's going to progress, so they're gonna they're gonna have to do something, uh, say something, act somehow. So uh, hopefully, no more reports of of further abuse or further uh domestic violence or further whatever come out though hopefully that's done and it's just like this is what we're doing to uh you know react to all of this from from all of the different camps but yeah not it's me i'd be sitting in my giant marvel office which i'm assuming is looks like the stark tower chain smoking <laughs> right now <laughs> He's th- reading Twitter. Yeah. I don't even smoke. Probably hacking along. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a good spot. <laughs> That'd be me. And, uh, there's got to be some like schadenfreude for James, right? For, for Gunn to like have all this happen as he's kind of like exiting. And <laughs> he's just like, have fun with that shit. I'm going to go front the DCU. I'm out. Peace. No. It's got to have a little bit of it. Not a good spot no. though, with any of that. Uh, when, no. when there's more news, we will, uh, we will por- report on it. But right now there's not too much apart from everything that's happened this past week. Uh, we, we talked about it kind of at length, but the idea that he got dropped by his management firm and his PR firm, those are like pretty mortal blows to any, uh, anyone in in Hollywood or in the actor's world. Um, so we'll just see, I guess we'll see what happens with that. I guess that's true though. Now someone just points out, well, James Gunn is leaving to go do the flash. So maybe he's not really having shot him. <laughs> maybe he's just like, fuck, I gotta go deal with this on my own now type scenario. Maybe it's not. All I don't even know there. what they're going to do with that. And what sucks about it too is like you got to feel for people that didn't because like there's so many people that work on these movies and stuff and i was actually i know that there there might be a writer strike coming up and yep one of the things that a writer pointed out is that like it sucks to work on a movie or a show for six months to a year. And then like, like uh, the back row show that was coming out, it gets canceled Yeah, because sometimes you're kind of getting underpaid in the hopes that the show blows up and And now you you have a writing credit that's worth a damn. And then you get royalties. And when you don't get that, like it's like you spent a year writing on something and you're now in the hole. Like it's, it's devastating. So it, it, it sucks like that somebody else, allegedly i don't want to get sued acting like a piece of shit is now going to affect like so Thousands many people, of people. Like, yeah career yeah. trajectories and 
how this, how the special effects they did on this was going to go in the, in their portfolio, the editing they did on this was going to go in their portfolio. Like, and I'm not saying that, oh, they, they shouldn't pull the movie. I'm just saying like, it's, that's why I would be chain smoking. Cause yeah. I would just be like, I don't know what the right answer for this is because it sucks. It just, it sucks. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's not a, there, there's no positive or, or like silver lining in the situation. No one wins, uh, with any of that. So not a good spot, but Hey, we'll see what happens with all that. You guys want to wrap and go watch our second worst. That'll movie cheer me up. And the, and the MC. I'm excited. This, this, this is going to be great. The MCU. Have you ever thought about like what this could mean? For Marvel, a cup of coffee because I think I told y'all last time I almost fell asleep in the theater. Bro, in this movie, it's long. Well, that, that's because you weren't with us. That's now true. I'm in the comfort of my home in my comfortable steel case chair. I don't know how I'm gonna stay awake. That's true. I'm gonna try though. Well, well, have an air horn on standby if I start to nod off. Just air horn me a little me. bit. Uh, you want a little bit of this? <laughs> a little bit. Arc. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Power. Yeah, it'll censor you? everything. Yeah, that's me screaming. Yeah. <laughs> what made you shit yourself? Uh, League of Legends. <laughs> that sounds that's like League of a, Legends. To be honest, I know. That's yeah, League of Legends. Yeah. Oh, that's that funny. sounds like that bad. sounds like League. Yeah. Some, some bad happened, and I needed to get rid of all the anger as fast Something as possible. Something bad happened. You lost. You mean? No, oh, absolutely. I no one gets angry when they lose in league because you know you're going to lose in the first ten minutes, and the depression kicks in, and then you're yeah. depressed when you lose. You don't you don't get angry when you lose. You're depressed, Jesse. That's how that goes. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, this is uh, it's also my it it kills it's the sensor, uh, so it just kills everything on the audio line. Uh, we watched the Incredible Hulk. That was number 31 in our MCU ranking. You go to mcucrew.com slash rankings for that. Number 30 is Eternals. So today we will finally find out if the Incredible Hulk is better or worse than the Eternals. (laughs) (laughs) That is our goal. This is, I need you to know, this is like kaiju battle. Yeah. I'm Ken Watanabe, just like, let them fight. Yeah. I am here for <laughs> let this. Them fight. However, that's who should do the the thing. What? Ken Watanabe should be the thing? Yeah. Oh, I thought you, you were being I thought you were being vague in what you were trying to reference, but you meant the thing. Oh no, you're right. Being part of being from New York is a big part of this character. It's a huh? huge, Never yeah. 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 But don't fret, because the kaiju battle continues after we watch Eternals. <laughs> Thor the Dark World is up. We have to compare the three of these. I can't <laughs> wait for this. So tonight's the Thor Eternals. the Dark World? Uh, yes, the Dark World. So we're going to We need, we need to come out at the end tonight. Tonight needs to end with Braun saying to us, which is better? Eternals or Incredible Hulk? Or the Incredible Hulk. And you we'll have to find pick out. one, Bronze. You All have right. to pick one. Well, look. Which is better? Let's wrap up. Let's do some shout outs because this will be the podcast that goes out. If you want to watch our Eternals recap or watch along, I should say, uh, it'll be up on all of our uh, Twitch channels. Uh, we're not going to put it up on YouTube because it's like a three hour watch along, but the VOD will be here on everyone's channel so you can watch that if you want to. Uh, let's do shout outs and then we'll start, uh, start our watch long bronze. How are you feeling over there? How's it going? Talk to me. I, I, I was on time for this episode, I was ready <laughs> for this episode. and the first 15 seconds like defeated me. I don't know where the next three hours is going. I am that bronze girl. Um, yeah, <laughs> follow me everywhere at that bronze girl. Great. But not on Twitter, because there I'm the brown Jordan Peterson, apparently. <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing to say. All that's right. what they called me. <laughs> Jesse. Uh, Hi. Hi. Uh, I am so excited because tonight, at some point, either The Incredible Hulk or Eternals will be the number one movie on our list for at least a week. It'll be the number one film. And I don't know which one it's going to be, 
but my hopes are high that this will suck for all of us. So tune in. It's going to be great. <sighs> Two hours and 38 minutes is the runtime for Eternals. We're shutting this down. We're going to go grab a coffee. And then it begins. We'll see you guys in just a bit. <laughs>